This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? You're, you're coming alive from a dark attic. Tom, I'm sitting in an attic in suburban Long Island, and I'm loving it. Um, lit only think, by the moonlight. Tom, I can't get it lit any less creepy than it is <laughs> right now. And I understand it's an unfinished attic. Um, I'm in uh, a home. I'm in a house with uh, a, a two-month-old baby, a two-year-old, yeah. a toddler. I guess I call. It. Is that what two-year-olds? Yeah, are? yeah, a two-year-old's a toddler. Yeah, you want to know well, what? And the two toddle. month, the, the two month old baby's your baby. You you're leaving yeah. out a convenient fact. Yeah, I brought that. him with me. <laughs> um, and then a five year old kid, so a baby, a toddler, and a kid. Um, and they're running. They got run of the house downstairs, so I had to retreat to the attic to do yeah. this here. Um, well, I mean, ugh. you look like at at any moment, uh, like Slender Man or the Baba Duke is gonna appear over your shoulder. And and kill you live uh, live on video while I'm helplessly watching. Well, luckily, Tom, I've pledged my allegiance to the Slender Man. <laughs> um, I've offered to make a sacrifice on his behalf so he will uh, stay away from me. No, uh, that that it's not going to be me that you sacrifice, is it? I, uh, I wouldn't sacrifice you. We do this thing every I'm, week. I'm not so slender. If if that's what yeah. you're thinking. I'd have to find another podcast co-host. Yeah. That seems like a lot of trouble. It'd be easier to find out. somebody to sacrifice to the Slender Man. Yeah. Um, I'd probably say, if you had to, look, if you had to sacrifice somebody, <laughs> how would you choose? If the Slender Man came to you and, and it was just like, you gotta, or like the devil or something, or God. God was like, you gotta, you gotta kill someone. <laughs> hey, look, we're open to all beliefs. It could be the devil that comes to you or God. Uh, would you just like go to the train station and pick someone at random? Um, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'd try and like find somebody who I'd pray. You know what I'd try and do? I'd try and find like a white collar criminal who got away with Ooh, something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Get him on his yacht. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he was on his yacht, I think it'd be hard to find him. Would I just have to tell the Slender Man his name? Can Slender Man swim? Um, Ooh, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, right? but does he need to, or can he like just come yeah. out of the shadows? I think he can swim. I think he just like moves like a dart underwater. Yeah, you know, there's a lot about the Slender Man we still don't know. Yeah, well, the 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 research is ongoing. There's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of good scientists on it, Tom. Well, I personally um, don't trust the scientists. I'm doing my own research on Slender Man. I know you do. You do a lot of your own Slender Man research. <laughs> You just can't trust these scientists, Tim. They're in, they're in uh, Slender Man's pocket. I believe the scientists when they tell me the attributes of the Slender Man <laughs> and what he can and can't do, and what we must do, how to choose a sacrifice for the Slender and, Man, and just how to keep him appeased so he stays out of our hair. Yeah. Tim, how are you this week, Tom? This Christmas week. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, that you've told me how you choose what person to kill if uh, the Slender Man asked you to. Hey, you agreed with it. Hmm? Um, Tim, I'd like to introduce a new segment on the show. Oh, no. If I can. We, we're supposed to discuss these things ahead of time, but <laughs> I'll allow it. Uh, Tim, you know, uh, you you sometimes do a, a segment called News Fighters about- Yes, Foo Fighters News yeah. that, uh, that everyone can use. Uh, I'd like to introduce a new segment called Tell Me About It, uh, Billy Joel News. Ooh, tell me about it. Tell me, tell all, me all the, the news things, you, about... all the news you've heard. 
Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Tim, big Billy Joel news this week. <laughs> somebody, okay. somebody down. I'm on Long Island, and I don't know this. I know. I I would assume there'd be a a newsboy outside of the corner. Extra, extra, Billy Joel, <laughs> Billy Joel news. Um, uh, I'm also thinking about how this is the a show called The Complete Guide to Everything, and it's about New Year's resolutions. And you know, some somebody just got on to their treadmill and is like, "All right, I'll listen to. Well, oh, this sounds pretty good. I'm imagining it's Bill Clinton. Well, <laughs> oh, this sounds pretty good." Oh, let me see what these boys have to say. See, Bill Clinton wants to hear about the Slender Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sylvie is like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> okay, yeah, there is a lot that, hell, I was all the way at the top of the government. I don't know a lot about Slender Man. Uh, yeah. You know what? And I'd like to think Bill Clinton is still in when he hears, okay, a little bit of Billy Joel news, too. Do you think Bill Clinton is aware of what the Slender Man is? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. probably some uh, teenager on Jeffrey Epstein's jet told him about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, do you think Do you think uh, Bill Clinton is a fan of Billy Joel? Of course he is. Yeah. You think he's, he tells Billy Joel that he can call him Billy? Um, probably, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't think that he has normal conversations with people. <laughs> I uh, guess being like, hey, call me Billy isn't really a normal conversation. That's a normal conversation. I, I, I say that to people sometimes, and my name's not even William. If you were Billy Joel, would you go by Bill? Bill Joel? Bill Joel? Nah, no, you got too go- much. That's a blah, blah, yeah. You got to go with Billy. I mean, I know for a fact, me and you, when, when, with, when we're with our families, we're Tommy and Timmy. I feel yeah. like it's a very Long Island thing to put a Y at the end. Timmy Meatballs. Timmy Meatballs. Tommy Lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Lasagna's good. But it's just because it sounds like Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But hey, still, you're right. It does still sound good. Maybe I'll start going by Tommy Lasagna. <laughs> Jimmy Meatballs and Tommy Lasagna. Yeah. We should start a, uh, an Italian food podcast. <laughs> or just like a podcast, or just like a general business, like, hey, somebody causing you problems? <laughs> Call Timmy Meatballs and Call Tommy Timmy Lasagna. Meatballs and Tommy Lasagna. They'll take care of it. No questions asked. All right, so Billy Joel News. Tell, tell me about it. Uh, Billy Joel News, Tim. Billy Joel this week said that Taylor Swift is the Beatles of that generation. Our generation? He said that generation. I think he's not real clear on if Taylor Swift is like still <laughs> 16 or in her 30s, which she is. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that assessment from Mr. William Joel? I love it. Um, I'm glad. Uh, well, it makes me glad because apparently a bunch of boomers online were furious about this. <laughs> they were like, "Like, look, she's talented, but the Beatles are in a different galaxy than Taylor Swift." That's the thing about all the all a the different. Ga- how many galaxies are there of pop music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also like uh, the thing about all the boomer bands that are still going, or the artists mm-hmm. from you know of that age group. Mm-hmm. are all like uh they're all gracious and they're all like yeah. talking about like they know they need to stay relevant right and mm-hmm. like uh to to stay on the good side of the industry so they stay stuff say stuff like that but all their fans are just like no good music was made yeah. after 1977 it's like but uh <laughs> billy joel said it's good you like billy joel yeah oh this is this is the first thing that you're disagreeing with billy joel about well, and like I remember uh um uh Dave Grohl saying that uh Billie Eilish was like the Nirvana for her kids. Right. And again, people were furious. It's like he was in Nirvana. He's allowed to say that. Yeah. Also the Taylor Swift thing tracks, I think. She started off like one thing and then she right. morphed and into like she grew as an artist and yeah. like now she's like a lot more I think artistically respected with her with her newest albums. Yeah, she she um, turned that uh that song about Jake Gyllenhaal, she like uh tripled the length. 
Yeah. And was did like, here's a lot more specifics that? about Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, I did see her perform that on Saturday Night Live. Live from New York. Live from New York. Taylor Swift singing for 10 minutes a song that was seemingly just one verse over and over again. And no (laughs) chorus and no hook. And apparently people were like losing their minds about that song. Apparently her and Jake Gyllenhaal only dated for like a couple of months. Isn't Jake Gyllenhaal like 63 years old? (laughs) No, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is my age, I believe. I believe he's 40 years old. In his 40s? But at the time... Over the hill, as it were? At the time, you know, I think she was like 20 and he was like 30 or something like that. Or maybe she was even younger. Maybe she was like 19. So it was... And do you approve of this? No, it wasn't inappropriate, but it was like, yeah, come on. That's not like like a... great that the age gap is fine but not at the ages they were at yeah i can't get a read on this gyllenhaal boy i think he's great um okay yeah you like uh that he chases young ladies right (laughs) well i was gonna say no he's got like a serious girlfriend now he's got a serious girlfriend who's like a 23 year old beautiful like victoria's secret model yeah, he's gonna he's gonna date a beauty. That's what that's the Gyllenhaal way. But uh, does Maggie Gyllenhaal? She's married. I don't know if she's married to a beauty. Mm, probably some uh, washboard ab hunk. <laughs> I feel like man. I feel like nah, she's 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 married to some like sweater wearing beta guy like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she's married to Peter Sarsgaard. Oh. Whoa, yeah, that's a he, cool couple. Yeah, he he is anything but a, a sweater-wearing yeah. uh, uh, beta. <laughs> yeah, he's going to come beat the hell out of me for saying that. <laughs> uh, Man, what... what a cool couple. Her, uh, That couple and uh, uh, Kiki Dunst and uh, Landry from uh, Friday Night Lights, <laughs> yeah. do you think they go on double dates? Uh, maybe, if they know each other. I feel like Maggie Gyllenhaal and Kiki Dunst know each other. Yeah. Right, they hey. they like kind of came up at around the same time. Yeah, go out to a restaurant together, guys. I think you'll have some good conversation. You got yeah. a lot in common. You're all Hollywood actors. <laughs> yeah, you can talk about Hollywood. You can talk about the business. <laughs> yeah, talk about movies and television programs you've been in. Yeah, ones you like, ones your friends yeah. have been in. Hey, maybe even yeah. your family members. Um, yeah. So I was going to say uh, incorrectly that I feel like I I hear of a lot of like uh, Hollywood uh, starlets like uh, like a Maggie Gyllenhaal, like they just marry like boring rich guys. Yeah, like a lot of them marry like hedge fund billionaires. Yeah, or like financiers. Like, what, these white collar or... criminals that you want to murder on a yacht for the Slender Man, Tom. I'm wait. I have to murder him. I thought the sl- I thought it was just I have to tell the Slender Man this guy's name and no. he'll take care of him. Oh, you gotta. I mean, maybe you. Maybe he comes with you, but like you're doing the dirty work. Otherwise, okay. it's not a sacrifice. Well, he can choose a guy to kill. If it's a Slender Man. If I'm coming with the Slender Man, do I get to dart through the water or or emerge uh, from the shadows? You do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the, he'll help you out. Hell, I'll do it even if I don't have to. If he'll help me out with that kind of stuff, that sounds like yeah. a blast. But yeah, you and the <laughs> you and the Slender Man mixing it up on billionaires' yachts, <laughs> slitting their throats. All for what? Why do I have to do this? Just because he said I have to? Yeah, because God told you to. Well, I mean, no need to question any of this if this all started happening to me. This has been Tell Me About It, Billy Joel News. Tim, this is a, the first episode of the new year for us. Happy New Year, and Tom. What, what happens at the New Year's? Um, we get together with family and friends with a champagne flute <laughs> and, uh, sing Alt Lang Syne together. Right. And then we say, uh, the next morning we say, oh, I'm never going to drink again because we've got yeah. such uh, vicious hangovers. 
exactly from all that champagne. It goes right to your head. Well, that champagne, yeah, it's like very, uh, yeah, champagne will give you a real bad hangover, especially because like you're being... usually mixing champagne with other things. Yeah, I like being champagne drunk, though. Like a couple glasses of champagne yeah. uh, on no dinner um, <laughs> goes right to your head, um, and you're just like, uh, giddy. Are you in some kind of a pretty woman situation where uh, a wealthy man is whining and dining you? <laughs> I wouldn't say no, uh, Richard Gear. Oh, boy, isn't... Isn't that the luck? I have the Slender Man uh, telling me I have to go <laughs> sacrifice somebody, and you've got a Richard Gear type taking you around town, getting you champagne drunk. Yeah, it's it's lovely. I don't think yeah, I've, I don't think I've me, ever uh, been champagne drunk. Oh, it's nice. Uh, uh, I've uh, it's only happened to me at events. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to go. Uh, my my wife yeah. used to work in the fashion industry, mm. and I would go to events. And they would have all this champagne, uh, and I had no business being there. I was dressed like the waiters, and uh, I would uh, drink the champagne and get drunk, and it would be a bearable party once I did that. Nice. Yeah, okay, that makes sense then, because something like that, they champagne was probably like the only option. It wasn't, Yeah. you can have a champagne, or you can have a Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. Right. No, if, if, if there was a Miller High Life available. Remember, Tom, when... Mm-hmm. Uh, did you get into real, real big to Miller High Life with me? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I stuck to my rule of like I'll drink anything, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I remember. It's, it's, it's I think. Rule. <laughs> I think you being like, "Hey, I'm gonna get some Miller High Lifes," and being like, "Okay, yeah, I'll, <laughs> that, yes, please." Is it a drink? Is it an alcoholic <laughs> beverage? Yeah, I will drink it to excess. If I if I drink enough of it fast enough, will I feel better <laughs> in the short term? <laughs> and um, usually it was like a fifty fifty. Yes, no. Yeah. Sometimes it made you much worse off. Um, drinking, honestly, drinking always helps for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, here's the thing with me. This is, I think, the only thing keeping me from being just like a full-blown alcoholic that like drinking always makes me feel better, but I don't want to do it when I'm actually depressed. Right. That like I only, like if I'm in a good mood, that's when it's like, uh-oh, like <laughs> I'm going to drink too much. It brings you from good to great. Yeah. But it but, can't make you from depressed to good. Yeah, it doesn't. it doesn't work on me that way. Uh, yeah. which thank God, because otherwise I'd be in real big trouble. Yeah. I miss, uh, mixing it up out on the town, uh, drinking some beers. I was thinking about hey, that. Hey, why don't we do that every day? <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the positive test rates in New York are only 20% right now. You got a, <laughs> yeah. which means you got a four and five shot of not getting, uh, sick. Um, yeah, I, I I miss going to bars. Uh, I'm I'm getting to that point again of missing going to bars. Um, yeah, because even like going to bars in the last few months when things were better, it was still like, eh, like I still don't feel completely comfortable. Yeah, and you're like, eh, is this what you? Now it's you not have to, worth it. Uh, yeah, you have to measure everything you do. It's like, is this going to be worth it if I get really sick from this? <laughs> right. Which stinks. I hate doing that calculus. It's like anything I want to do is going to be like, no, probably not. Yeah. Whereas it used to be like, uh, you know, the negatives of going out drinking were that you would just feel really bad for one day. <laughs> yeah. Afterwards. Or increasingly two full days afterwards. <laughs> but like, I'll take it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, honestly, it's, it, for me, at least the past few months, it's been like, like, uh, yeah, uh, that combined with like the costs, like now I'm just not used to paying for like, uh, you know, going out prices for alcohol. Oh man. Yeah. One time I went out drinking one time Mm -hmm. since 2020 and it was with you. Mm -hmm. Um, and we sat outside and at the end of the night, like, you know. I was uh, I had a few drinks, and I remember at the end of the night it was like seventy dollars. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?" In, yeah, in like a couple hours, I spent seventy dollars. 
yeah. you kidding me? And then you're like, I go to a liquor store and buy two decent bottles of booze for that and <laughs> yeah. get, get drunk for a month. In my while lying in my bed alone. <laughs> while watching Netflix. Yeah, no, the the last couple of times I went out like stomaching an eight dollar beer after like Yeah. After You're buying in, a twelve pack on sale for eight dollars, yeah, or or just being at the supermarket and being like, like this six pack's fourteen dollars, and they've got a twelve dollar one. <sighs> I don't know. I you know it's fine. I'll go with the twelve. The fourteen's not going to be two dollars better to to yeah than an eight dollar beer. Tom, you're the best guy. You're a thrifty alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> It's it served me well so far. <laughs> no, it's just like the well, I'm thrifty about things that like I shouldn't be doing in the first place. I think. Yeah. That that's I know that like you you're like if you, I've been to like Atlantic City with you and you're just like nope, not <laughs> spending a dime on anything here. I'm gonna drink the free drinks and screw. I'm not having like a meal here because <laughs> that's overpriced. Yeah. Well, I no. shouldn't be here. Actually, at least the last time I went to Atlantic City, which was a long time ago now, I remember like getting shit from somebody, uh, uh, somebody who was there with us because they were like, why are you drinking at the bar? They'll give you free drinks while you're playing the games. And I was like, I sat down for like two minutes and spent $10. Like, I'll just <laughs> sit here at the bar happily and just pay yeah. for drinks than, than gamble. Anyway. And then, Tom, stay out of the goddamn casinos. Is that one of your resolutions? <laughs> no. Again, thankfully, you know, I, I've got a lot of things I wish were different about me, but uh, my my aversion to gambling is not one of them. I've just never been into gambling. And also, like, I, I know that even if I... Even if I do win, that there's just, like, no way to win a lot of money without gambling a lot of money. Yeah. So I'm just Hey, you got to you got to you don't have to sink one to drink one. Exactly. So like I'll play a little bit. I'll play like a few bucks, but then when I don't win, if I turn $5 into $20, I'm happy and I quit. So like right. I'm never going to win a ton of money. Yeah, I don't have that switch. I'm just like I'm going to now turn this $20 into a million dollars. You'll see. <laughs> and now I'm $10,000 down, <laughs> but all I've got to do is win it back. Yeah. Uh, I just watched, uh, I just, over this past week, I watched all the uh, National Lampoon's vacation movies. Oh, I watched all the National Lampoon door, dorm days movies. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um, but I hadn't seen Vegas Vacation in a while. And uh, yeah, by the end of that, he's down like $23,000. Yeah. It's a lot of money to lose. I wouldn't want to be in that position no. personally. Especially when you think about what kind of a vacation twenty grand would buy you compared to sitting in a windowless room. Yeah, but his wife met Wayne Newton. Yeah, and almost he had was, sex she was wooed by him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, and his daughter almost became a stripper, and his son almost became a mobster. It was a real cautionary tale. Do you ever watch these movies and you're like Beverly D'Angelo, get out of this marriage? <laughs> yeah, this guy's a constantly. goof. Yeah, he's yeah. an idiot. <laughs> What are you doing with this goof? Uh, anyway, let's talk about New Year's resolutions. Tim, I have from a website called Statista. Mm. Uh, America's top New Year's resolutions for 2021. Starring Tom Reynolds as the presenter. These are the most popular resolutions. Can I, what? Can I ask you something, Tom? Where uh, do you come down quickly on uh on new year's resolutions as a concept as a concept i think it's a good concept um i think it's like insane to like blast your new year's resolutions like crazy right um, or to make resolutions that are like too too lofty or too yeah too lofty that like oh i'm gonna go from being a schlub to a muscle man yeah, well, I plan on going from zero to hero this year, Tom. So, uh, I got news for you. Don't you hate these people who are like, Ugh, like who are all down, or 
you don't hate these people. You hate when people when these people do this. No, I uh, hate them, Tim. Uh, if the Slender Man asks me, we're on our way. <laughs> when, when, these people that are like, uh, oh, these people making New Year's resolutions are so stupid. You're never going to stick to it. It's like, who cares? People are trying are saying like, hey, I'd like to do better at this thing. I'd like to change my life for the positive, and I'm going to try. And people are like, you know it's just an arbitrary date. Yeah, no shit. Guess yeah. what? If it's an impetus, it's like, well, you know how many people abandon their resolutions. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll do it for a week, yeah. and it, I'll be better off, and I'll learn something. Jesus oh, and, Christ. And now you're trying to tell me I shouldn't take $10,000 and go to Vegas and put it all on black. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. I I mean, I see where some of those people are coming from in that like, it can be annoying on social media to see people... People doing the thing which is basically boasting about their New Year's resolution as though they've yeah. already accomplished it. There is some, like, you, you're always like, if you're taking on a new thing and you have a goal, don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. But there's an entirely different school of thought that's like that. Uh, you tell people and that and then you have some. Yeah, yeah. You got some skin in the game. There's a thin right, line but, between them, I think. That's the thing, and you just have to be, if you're a person who is, I guess, shameless, is, is maybe there, if, if you're just like, eh, eh, everybody will know I, I just uh, you know went back on this and, and failed at my attempt, and I mm-hmm. don't care, yeah. then there's no reason to create that accountability. But um, if it actually does, like, yeah, blast it. Also, who cares what people say on social media? You know what? That well, should be your resolution, Tom. I'm making a resolution for you. Stop reading people's social media. Well, I think the problem the problem is if somebody posts what their resolution is and then they get a bunch of like likes and comments and then they just feel good off of that and then they don't actually do the thing that they wanted so to. So they feel good. <laughs> I don't and want I anybody to feel good unless they've earned it. it. New Year's revolution. Yeah, hey, that's what I that's what I post yeah. on Facebook. Exactly. Um, the number one, uh, uh, this is the most popular New Year's resolutions among those planning to make one or several. The number one, 44% of people responding exercise more. I'm actually surprised it's that low. 44%? Yeah. I would yeah. think almost everyone who's making a New Year's resolution even if they're they're they've got other things that they're like oh also mo- i most people would and should myself included exercise more i think that's a problematic thing you just said tom what that you should that people that exercise is good <laughs> but that exercise is good <laughs> yeah tim the, the the science is still out on that no, tom uh, some tim, the people science think... is still out on how the slender man works and what his abilities are but tom some very smart people think that you have a, <laughs> oh. a distinct amount of energy a finite that you're amount with. like a battery exactly that you're and born as with. you use it you you the faster you use it up the more the the quicker you deplete it and then i guess you die yeah that's true yeah i hadn't so, thought hey, about that some of the smartest people on <laughs> earth think that yeah so look whether your new year's resolution is to exercise more or to exercise less so you live longer <laughs> at, at least you're keeping it in mind yeah um uh, that I always make that year after year, Tom. I privately make that resolution to no, myself. You don't privately make it. Every year, you tell me that this year you're gonna run the New York City Marathon. You're gonna get into the best shape of your life. You're gonna become a hulking strong man. Yeah, but I've done that every year that I've told you that I was gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, but the I problem... run the New York City Marathon. They canceled it last year, right? But uh, I, I I ran it this year. I mean, um, the problem, Tim, is sure, every summer you have a banging beach bod, but by the time mm-hmm. December ro- rolls back around, you're back to your schlubby self. Yeah, I'm eating bonbons. It's the holidays. <laughs> yeah, you're lounging around watching watching uh, soap operas eating bonbons. And That's I, what I and, do, Tom. And I say, Tim, what happened to that banging beach bod you had? And you say, I'll get it next year. And to your yeah, credit, you do, do it. it. Whatever you do, yeah. <laughs> you do, so do it every year. I don't see what year. the problem is, Tom. But by the time bikini season rolls around, yeah. you're ready. 
It's called yo-yo dieting. Ever hear of it, Tom? <laughs> it's, it's good for you. It means your body never knows what's next. Yeah, it keeps your heart uh, guessing. Yeah, it keeps the, keeps the rhythm constantly changing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what your body likes, just like yeah. constant chaos. Sometimes, sometimes it's a nice waltz. Sometimes it's the marimba. This is why I worry about these 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 Hollywood actors, Tom. Yeah, the Jared Leto's of the world. Oh yeah, where he's he's the, putting uh, on weight, he's taking off weight. Yeah, he didn't put on weight for that House of Gucci though, right? That's all just prosthetics. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know anything about that movie, Tom. So please <laughs> stop talking about it. I know he's he's gonna be in that new WeWork movie. Oh yeah. Or, or, hey, if he's in it, it's going to be, uh, they should call it weird work. <laughs> Tim, this episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by BetterHelp. Tim, you ever, uh, you ever have something you really need to get off your chest? Constantly, Tom. Constantly? You're yeah. just walking around, you want to tell people you hate them or you love them or you... Uh, you know where the treasure is buried. Interesting, you went negative first, but yeah, no, I, there's I said a lot of things. Love second, and then the treasure. That's also the awesome. treasure is the is the wild card. We it could be good or it could be bad. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, as everybody knows, we're we're big uh, proponents of therapy on this podcast. Love uh, it. Uh, we 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 think it's uh, something anyone can uh, can benefit from. It's not just uh, people who've been through traumatic experiences or going through a rough patch. Uh, even if you're doing good, maybe you can do better. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And the next on the list, eat healthier. 42% of Americans say they'd like to do that. All right, that's another thing uh, problematic. I wish you wouldn't uh, broadcast that. Why? Eating healthy is good for everybody. Everybody should eat healthier. Yeah, but who determines what healthy is? Scientists, not the ones they working don't know on Jack. You should eat more. Every almost everybody should eat more vegetables and more fiber. What? What about? Poison vegetables, Tom. What about vegetables with pesticides over it that give you diarrhea? Well, avoid those kinds of vegetables. Oh, well, I thought you said that everybody <laughs> should eat more vegetables. Now or I don't know what, what to believe. Everybody should probably everybody should eat less processed food and less sugar. Yeah. Nobody needs well, processed food and sugar. No. Well, it depends on what they're doing to process it. Like what? Taking taking if the poison out? If you're taking, yeah, if you're taking a poisoned carrot, yeah. chopping it up, or if you're uh, uh, if you're a sushi chef cutting up uh, some poisonous blowfish and processing yeah. it, includes cutting the poison part out. Sure. Sometimes you read about a. Uh, I can't think of an example other than the seeds of an apple have like cyanided them. Yeah, where it's like stuff you eat every day. It's like, oh, it's actually very poisonous. Mm -hmm. Um, we should stop growing those foods. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like apples? Yeah. What if somebody eats all those seeds and they, they get uh, cyanide you poisoning? You have to eat, I don't know, like uh, a million seeds or something to have that happen. 
Mm. Seems like a liability for the you apple shouldn't folks be eating, to me. You shouldn't be eating seeds anyway. I went to IKEA today, Tim. You know, uh, uh, you're you're talking about uh, safety issues for industries. Mm-hmm. Went to IKEA, and now I don't know if this is new, if this is only in New York or what. But to go only down in New York, now they have <laughs> IKEA everywhere. To, Started in to, Sweden, Tom. To even go down the aisle where they sell dressers, you have to, an employee stops you. There's like a gate and you have to scan a QR code with your phone and agree to um, like uh, as some kind of terms of service about the fact that like dressers can fall over. and, and That you have to anchor them to the wall? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This must happen. A lot more often than I assumed. <laughs> right? And this guy, th- this guy uh, was throwing a fit about it. And like somewhat, somewhat rightfully so, because like where the Ikea is, I don't completely understand. Because like that area of Brooklyn's like uh, a lot more shit has popped up there now. Mm-hmm. There's Red n- Hook. Yeah. There's no phone service. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So, like, nobody's phone, you know, probably part of it is that it's like a, you know, steel-roofed warehouse or whatever. But there's just no phone service. So then you have to, uh, like, um, uh, connect to the Wi-Fi. And then he was complaining about the Wi-Fi not being secured. And then I like, mean, that's fair. And also, like, just to walk through a part of a store, you have yeah. to create a record that you were in the store. Yeah, well, Fine. and then and then you and then you have to put in like your name and your email address, and he was complaining uh, about that, which like I get it. He's a hundred percent right, but he's complaining to somebody who literally went, "I don't know what to tell you. I just work here." <laughs> <laughs> like, stop yeah. yelling at me. I got stuck with the shittiest job in IKEA, which is to stop people from going down one aisle until the they thing. do this. Yeah, that's the thing that people need to, like, in, before you, like, you just got to leave the store if it's that offensive to you, or right. don't go down that aisle. Oh, and, like, like find vote the, with your find feet, the man. president's like, email address, the president of yeah. Ikea, not the president of uh, Sweden. Maybe the president or, of Sweden, but they might be one mm. the same for all I know. Yeah, everybody everybody in Sweden is, is, is they, very <laughs> much invested in, in Ikea. They, and they've all got multiple positions on the Ikea board. But uh, but yeah, it's just like you're 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 uh, uh, was it tilting at windmills? Yeah, sure. Like you're you're like, yelling at this you know this worker who's just like nothing you say to me is gonna convince <laughs> me to let you down this aisle without doing this thing. <laughs> and also, like I get it, but but there's <laughs> sure. just yeah nothing I'm gonna do about it. Well, my your resolution, Tom, mm-hmm. should be to stop yelling at service employees. I don't yell at service employees. I told this guy to relax. The the, the man working at IKEA? No, no, the guy who was yelling. You told him to relax? Yeah, I was like, relax. Did you like, take a swing at you? It. She can't do anything about it. It's not her rule. Did he did he take a swing at you? He took a swing. I caught his fist. Right in my yeah. hand, and I said, cool. "You want to think about that again, pal?" Oh wow! Yeah, and guess what? He took a swing with his other hand, and I Jeez, caught that this guy, one too. This guy and I said, learn. "And I said, oh great! Now I've got the bread for my knuckle sandwich." Oh, yeah. then did you beat the shit out of him? <laughs> no, I put. I took his two fists. And I put my tongue in between them. I pretended like it was like a like a cow tongue sandwich. And he ah, was like, so you were, he was like, gross! You're licking me." You were maskless at the time. Oh yeah, no, I, Tim. Of course, I was maskless. I believe in freedom. <laughs> All right, what's uh, what's number three on the old uh, resolution th- list? Number three: spend more time with family and friends at thirty four percent. I. Wouldn't have said this mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. But I think that's an admirable resolution. Oh, yeah. I think that that. I mean, I spend a lot of time with my immediate family, like my wife and son. Like, we live right. together. We see mm-hmm. each other all day, every day. It's great. 
Right. I and I think that's where like it's a weird one for for the the time we're in because yeah, simultaneously a lot of people are seeing their immediate family way more than they've ever <laughs> bargained for. Yeah. Um but then the government is telling me that I can't see the other people. Well, in they my want family. to destroy the family, Tim. That's their their goal. Um yeah, then it then it's also very hard. Uh, but same thing with the, you know, with friends, like, uh, you know, I know we, we've talked about that. Like it stinks, you know, it's, it's just so much harder, uh, even without COVID, you know, as you get older, people get busier, people have other priorities. Uh, they don't, they don't live like, uh, two blocks away from a bar they go to every night of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Tom. What are we doing in New York City? Why don't we all move to California and we'll have backyards and the weather will be nice all the time and then we just have a barbecue every night. Yeah, well, you got convince- Then we can drink to excess with each other again. <laughs> uh you got to convince everybody to do it. That's the problem. You I have know. to start a commune or a cult or something. Yeah. Well, something to be I mean, it's- at this point in my life, I would live on a commune. In a commune, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if I liked everybody, what if right? I? Seems like well, what if I was in charge of the commune, though? The thing is, nobody's in charge. We're all in charge. Yeah, but it's like one of those things. But then, like, Tom. I'm in charge, kind of. No, you, see, this is what Puck thought when he came into the San Francisco real world house. Uh-huh. And guess what? Uh, everybody was equal, and then they they kicked his ass out. Tom, you're gonna get yeah. you're gonna you're gonna go the way of the, of, of Puck. Yeah, real but world everybody remembers his name, Tim. He, I mean, I guess not as much as Pedro, but still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is lose weight at thirty one percent. Thirty one percent of people want to lose weight. Um, I mean, I feel like that goes hand in hand with the exercise more and eat healthier. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's another thing where people are like, uh, uh, you shouldn't try to do that, but I don't know. I'd like to do that. (laughs) I mean, what are you talking about? You shouldn't try to, who's saying this, Tim? People, Tom. Yeah. When I reveal my, uh, my resolution, Tom, uh, you'll, you'll know, (laughs) you'll, you'll know what people I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, all these, uh, I, I would think, go without saying that uh, not everybody should adopt all these. Like, yeah, if you're at your ideal weight or underweight, uh, yeah, don't, don't, your your resolution shouldn't be lose weight. Actually, I saw on one of these things it was uh, uh, gain or lose weight is like a right. common, because, yeah, some people need to. I'm going to gain weight in uh, muscles. Exactly. If you can, hey, if you can gain weight and muscles, great. But I'm gonna be double my weight next year. But if you're, but if you're already muscled out the wazoo, if you're some kind of a bodybuilder who's got a mm-hmm. uh, you know three percent body fat, uh, maybe you don't need more muscles. Maybe you need more body fat so your skin you doesn't rip in need half. More muscles. You don't. If your skin's paper thin because you're so muscly. It's disgusting. You're you're grossing everybody out. Mm, some people like it, Tom. Every every woman on earth loves seeing that. <laughs> uh thirty percent said live more economically. Ah. Uh, you know, buy the twelve dollar beer instead of the fourteen dollar beer <laughs> exactly. at the supermarket. Well, I was gonna say that honestly, like I feel like during lockdown I've become more miserly. Uh and like I, I, which is a which is a feat, <laughs> which, which I feel like I actually am at the point where it's like, yeah, I don't really think there are too many other things I can cut. Like, sure, maybe one or two things here that would equate to like ten or twenty dollars a month, but they'd yeah. be things that it'd be like, well, I did enjoy that, but now I guess. <laughs> Like I, I was thinking about that even recently, um, cause like I, I had a problem, not like a huge problem, but for a while where I was just like buying video games because, uh, it was like, oh, I want that game. Or it was like, oh, I saw a game that was on sale. So it's like, oh, I want to eventually play that game and it's half price. Let me buy it. And then I never get around to playing it 
So then it's like, well, how how much money did I actually save there? I should just buy a game if I'm going to immediately play it and other and, yeah. and not really worry about the price if it's, you know, $10 or $60. If I'm going to be playing it for like 20 hours, I'm happy. Right. You're not one who splurges that much. No. Not really. Um I you're the person I think I know that like might like over the next like decade or mm-hmm. two I could see you really pulling back and like being like, "Well, why do I need heat?" <laughs> um <laughs> I could just use a blanket. Oh, I thought you were um, saying uh, over the next decade you could see me uh, uh turning around and going through like a real hard midlife crisis and buying a quarter. No, I don't I, I don't see you ever doing that. Well, maybe you I think won't. I would do that. No, I don't think either of us are Corvette guys. Yeah, we'll do it with the other mo- dumb shit. Probably the only thing I ever splurged on. Um, I went to a Pizzeria Uno with my wife and had some fancy, uh, uh, like neon colored drinks. Then we walked <laughs> over to the then we walked over to the Best Buy and I bought an eight hundred dollar Sonos speaker. Whoa! Yeah, that was five years ago. And <laughs> okay, I every this day of my life. Week. No, every day of my life, I look at that Soto speaker, which I use every single day. Right. It's like my TV soundbar. And I'm just like, I can't believe I bought that. I can't <laughs> believe I wasted my money. Yeah, I mean, I like hemmed and hawed the computer I have right now uh, about buying that $900 computer. And like previously, the computer I bought before, I bought like because I was like, I don't need to spend that much. Uh, and there was a computer I hated every day I used Smoke it. Smoke came out of it every time you tried to use it. Well, it clang, it would go clang, clang, clang. <laughs> yeah, and this ksh- one, ksh- this one barely makes any noises at all when I yeah. turn it on and use it. Just some bells ringing. Twenty four percent spend less time on social media. Tom. Mm-hmm. That's Timo's big uh, big resolution. Timo being you, not me. Me, yeah. Yeah. I've gotten I got off Facebook ooh, five whole years ago, Tom. Um Yeah, you were early still, to the getting off Facebook game. Yeah. And it wasn't even back then I wasn't even doing it because like Facebook is the worst company and Mark Zuckerberg is the worst human being who's ever lived. It was just like I don't wanna hear like it was just like a toxic on environment. Yeah, exactly. Thing. It's like everything I read. But like increasingly, mm-hmm. Twitter's becoming that for me. Ooh, yeah. Instagram's becoming that for me a little bit. Oh, really? You know what? Remember when Instagram was just like pictures and curate your best life and people were like, oh, this isn't what people's real lives are like. Right. You'd be like, yeah, I know. They're taking the best pictures from their lives uh, and putting them there because that's what we want to remember and t- yeah. show people. Well, and I but always now, thought it was even, like, not even best pictures, but it's just, like, they're just taking pictures of interesting things. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, that's what people do. Yeah. Um, and then it turned into a thing where it's just, like, um, explainers about, like, uh products you're not allowed to use anymore and like uh <laughs> wait what <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it all it all turned into a bunch of stuff that was like just made me feel bad about the world again yeah. where like that used to be my escape from it and then yeah. it's just like uh now it's just like uh just stuff of, like you know politics and stuff and right. uh oh th- it's like ah oh, it's all right i don't need to be on that either i i know i know to feel guilty about my <laughs> lifestyle <laughs> And I and I know to feel bad about what every uh, how everybody else is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, um, I'm actually surprised that it's only twenty four percent. Because I think it. I think almost everybody needs to spend less time on social media. Me first and foremost. Yeah, and you and I say that all the time, and we don't like everybody yeah. is literally addicted to it. Because oh, like yeah. everybody knows that they should spend less time on it or cut it out completely, and everybody's like, "Yep, yeah. really sucks." As they're scrolling through, <laughs> as they tweet, "Hey, this stinks." Social media. Yeah. Um, um well, why I, don't you? I've oh, recently, at least, as like a uh, a small step, because I think that's the other thing too, is that um, 
you know, like any addiction, going cold turkey is hard. Right. Uh, and going cold turkey, I feel like more often leads to like total relapse than anything else. The thing I'm concentrating on lately, and maybe I will make this into some kind of a formal resolution, is just not going on social media apps the first like half hour of the day. Yeah. That's I mean, a good one. and honestly, even if it's like I can't go on a social media app until my feet have touched the floor, that would be a, a massive improvement. <laughs> Yeah, it's literally like the first thing I see in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You turn off the alarm on your phone, and now your phone's in your hand. So you go, yeah. ah, let's see what's going on. And it's like, when have I ever done that and been like, oh, shit, there's a, the, the, the volcano's gone off. And, yeah. And we're all about to go extinct. Or like, oh, they've, you know, uh, uh, some celebrities just, just tweeted that she's in love with me. Is that is that what you is that why you're trying <laughs> to look at social media? That's why I'm checking. You're I waiting just, for Mandy Moore to to profess her love to you. Yeah, Tim, I just want the ego boost. You know, it'd just yeah. be nice. It'd be nice. Um, I do a thing, Tom. And I, uh, I, I think know, both of us get up like at reasonable hours, right? I get up at eight a.m. most days. Yeah, so it's like I'm not up. missing fucking anything. It's like, oh, let me see what happened between midnight and eight a.m. <laughs> nothing yeah um i have an app uh tweet bot tom yeah yeah i have that app it's it's good for twitter but what i did uh is uh you have to like subscribe to it now it's like a monthly feed um so i didn't buy the subscription Mm -hmm. so what you could do is uh it's read only yeah and like you can't like from it tweet or like follow it or do anything except like read the feed that you already have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice. It's better. You know, like you ever reply to somebody and then you're just like, why did what did I why did I reply to that tweet? Uh, I don't or, reply to tweets that often. You're not a reply guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a reply guy. <laughs> Tim, uh, I'm not like you. I'm not a reply guy. I'm not a wife guy. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, these are things to aspire to, Tom. Maybe these are <laughs> resolutions you can you can pick up. Uh, at twenty three percent, improve my performance on the job. Who are these ah, nerds? Yeah, get out of here. Get a life. Improve. Let my boss know how much I appreciate them. <laughs> get a I life. Need to start pulling my weight at work. <laughs> yeah, your boss isn't looking at this this survey. Yeah. Unless it's like I want to make more money, so I'm gonna right. I I guess like, that's probably where it falls yeah. into. Like I want to get a promotion. Um, yeah. I mean, probably yeah, because this seems very general. Improve my performance on the job. It, it, I would imagine that also includes people who are like get a different job, like yeah. you know, get get a job in a different field or a different company that I would be happier at. Guess what? You're never going to be happy. It's a, it's work. Well, there is a, a certain degree of that. Like, uh, I think some people stop trying to be happy. We're all <laughs> supposed to be miserable. I mean, That's the way it's set up. Look, you you should try and be happy, but I but I also eh. but I also think there's a big. Uh, I think there are some people that think if I got this job instead of this job, that would magically fix everything in my life. And that's, you know, that's not going to be the case. Uh, no. You know, there there are some jobs where you can make a ton of money, but it's like you're you're going to have to work twice as many hours, twice as hard, and it's going to drive you insane and not be worth it in the end. Or like, you know, you're going to get a job that you think is just like a really cool and prestigious thing, but, you know, every job has its problems. Yeah. Do- doesn't mean you shouldn't aspire to to better eh, you. you shouldn't just do you know what <laughs> to, to better yourself psychedelics man <laughs> tune in and drop out that'll change our perspective on things we'll stop striving so much and we'll start just being yeah man i don't know i'm just saying you ever think of doing that tom just being <laughs> i'm just saying it's fine you know 100 percent. like uh you know i want i want to uh, do better at work and stuff too but just you know don't 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 walk around thinking 
that's magically going to fix your life. Your life's fucked no matter what. (laughs) Um, Happy New Year. (laughs) Right behind that, at 20%, reduce stress on the job. That's good. Especially if, uh, I mean, that's a good thing to aspire to, especially if you're uh, working too late and your wife's like, I cooked dinner. Yeah. And now the dinner's cold because you got you get home late. Yeah. Yeah. But really, it's because the guy's having an affair. Yeah. He's, he's just like, saying he's working late. Right. All the he, He's worked that job for 25 years and never had to work overtime. But now, all yeah. of a sudden. Mm, all of a sudden. All of a sudden, he's going away to a lot of conferences. Yeah. Find lipstick on his collar. Yeah. And uh, his, his suit uh, smell of strange perfumes. Yeah. Not your perfume. Hey, this isn't no. Chanel number five. No, Chanel number eight. <laughs> I'd know that smell anywhere. This is, uh, uh, oh, I, can't, I can't recall quick enough what Jennifer Lopez's perfume was called. <laughs> is something butt related? Uh, I think generally in the perfume industry. Smell of the butt. <laughs> they, they steer clear of associating themselves with the butt. <laughs> That's so, probably smart. Well, then. Maybe J Lo should get out of the perfume business. Yeah, and and <laughs> stay in her lane, the butt business. Yeah. Uh, the next one at the night, butt lady will always be the butt lady. At night, hey, maybe Jennifer Lopez should get into the fart spray business. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the stink. Look, if J Lo started advertising stink bombs, <laughs> and I know they don't. They don't even really sell stink bombs in that many places. <laughs> no, th- not that they need a uh, commercial. For. <laughs> An A-list celebrity endorsement. And, you know, stink bombs, I think, are pretty cheap. And I don't, I don't think there's really probably much room for, like, a high-end stink bomb. <laughs> no. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe. I mean, if there's a high-end stink bomb that's... Because, look, I think they've already cornered the market on, like, how stinky something can be. A high-end one isn't going to be like, we're the stinkiest, because it's already at the level where you're making people puke. <laughs> I don't know. I think we could, I think we're going to, I think some stink bomb technology, it has, it has somewhere to go. Well, I was going to say, I think maybe where it could go, where somebody could come in as, like, the Tesla or the Apple of the stink bomb industry, is some kind of stink bomb that you, as the user, are immune to. <laughs> right? You have the antidote. You have the antidote. Maybe it's some kind of nostril plugs that you put in that are, you it know... It can't be plugs. It has to be, like, uh, like filters or something. Yeah. No, I'm thinking like nostril filters, so you can still breathe, but people can't see you're breathing through filters. Okay. And um, uh, then, then the stink bomb industry, they can start getting into the gaslighting industry, which is then you can start putting off these stink bombs when it's just you and one other person, and you can say to that person truthfully, I don't smell anything. I think you're okay. crazy. And then they uh, they hook you up to a lie detector. Yeah, and you can Where's truthfully say, yeah, exactly. And then they also sell uh, maybe some like time release stink bombs that you can have go off in that person's home when they're there by themselves to make them really question their own sanity, whether it's them making these horrific farts or not. It has to be very clear that it's a fart smell, too. It can't... Right. Well, somebody, that's why Jayla will endorse it. <laughs> somebody, she can have a commercial and be like, it's very clear it's a fart smell. People <laughs> won't think that it's something died in the walls and they just can't find it. <laughs> They'll know it's a fart. If you like the uh, show, you can find them. <laughs> Oh, wait, are we not doing that yet? Uh, yeah, we can do that. I've, uh, there's one more after that. <laughs> okay, no, no, do do the do the last one. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I, I thought you were two more. I thought you had thought you had tuckered yourself out <laughs> with that that old stink bomb idea. Nah, though, there's so two more. Providing an offer him. If you like the show, go to tcgt.com to find out more about it. Go to tcgt or patreon.com slash complete guide for our Patreon books of podcasts. Recently, we've been doing Tim and Tom go to the movies. Oh boy, this week we did it. 
a re- uh, Tim, I was so mad at you for even making me watch this. I know. I, I, I did. You will talk about this on on the actual program. I didn't think you were actually going to watch it. Yeah. Well, I had a trick up my sleeve to watch it, and I'll tell. I'll talk all about okay. it. Uh, <laughs> I I dropped uh, a shitload of acid, man. Nice. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. Uh, I tuned in to new, the movie 2011's New Year's Eve and dropped out of reality. Patreon.com slash Complete Guide to get that and all the back episodes. You can also get ad-free episodes. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Complete Guide, unless it's your New Year's resolution not to. Uh, Instagram, we're at TCGTE. Twitter, we're at Complete Guide. Twitter and Instagram, I'm Tom Reynolds. I'm your pal, Tim. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that's all I'm going to plug. Uh, let me say this. The next one, uh, 19% want to quit smoking, Mm. which I feel like 19%. That's probably like the percentage of people who answered the survey who do smoke. (laughs) Yeah. It's wild. Like watching old movies and stuff where everybody smoked. I guess I'm just thinking about the Beatles thing. Oh yeah, um, they're I'm sure they're all smoking. But but yeah. then I I saw a clip I haven't watched idea. I keep meaning to. Um a clip on social media where like one of them's given like reefer and they're like like so uh paranoid about it. But that was that's yeah. what it was back then. Mm-hmm. Also that's they could have gone to jail forever. Yeah. The all four Beatles could still be in jail. But yeah, Paul, oh, so would have saved John Lennon's life. He'd still be alive. It's a real Sophie's choice there. <laughs> Would you prefer all the Beatles still be alive but in jail? <laughs> <laughs> the warden would let them rock out once in a while, yeah. right? Yeah. On oh. Christmas Day. Yeah. What if it was like, I mean, I think a lot of people, if it was like, yeah, they all went to jail, but guess what? They all have to share a cell block and mm-hmm. they're not given access to anything but instruments and recording equipment. You'd hear, one for the money in the county jail every night it'd be the best so they just they'd start playing elvis songs yeah they loved elvis and jailhouse rock they're you know everybody in the whole cell block yeah i i've heard that in jail nowadays they still play that every night the inmates (laughs) as as a form of they should stop doing it (laughs) Uh, and then the the lowest one at fifteen percent cut down on alcohol. Wow, nobody wants to do that. Yeah, not cut out, but cut down on. Yeah, Tom, I'm, I've 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 put myself in a in a a bad position here because mm-hmm. I haven't drank in a while. Yeah, um, a couple months because you've been and- vigilantly watching your child. Exactly. I can't. I if, if I'm if I have one drink, he he'll probably he gives you a, the microwave he, or something. Yeah, he gives you a look that could uh, <laughs> burn a house down. Um, but I want to have like an occasional drink here or there, here yeah. and there. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like, um, I've gone so long, like the longest I have in my adult life. Yeah. Without a drink, where it's mm-hmm. just kind of like I don't want to break that streak. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think as long as you don't do it uh, haphazardly. Yeah. No, it, it's just like an, an accidental accomplishment in my mind. Right. Where it's just like, since I've been 18 years old, yeah. I've never gone this long without a drink, which is like more than half my life. And it's like, oh, I accidentally have a streak going. I don't have a lot of positive things going on, uh, you know, for like my health and stuff. Right. I thought you were um, going to say in your life. I'm like, geez, Tim, I hope your son never listens to this. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I want to, I want to, yeah, ah, shut up. You, you don't, you don't want him growing up and telling his therapist about his old man being half in the bag, talking, talking to his weird friend all the time. <laughs> exactly. No, he could talk to the slender man while he's stone cold sober. <laughs> this is what, I think you should do is just figure out like I think you've got to view it as like a reset and then right. view it as like okay what do I want my guidelines for drinking going forward like how right. how what do I want to set as my like new maximum 
And then what, how often do I want to do this? And, right. you know, maybe do some research, see what, uh, you know, the scientists who aren't working on Slenderman stuff, uh, what they think. I plan on doing all my own research. Because it's, you know, it's one, it's always one of those things where, you know, they're like, oh, but you should drink a glass of wine a day. Like, so it's not a hundred percent bad for you, but. But I think right. you could find some good uh, guidelines and then be like, okay, yeah. now I'm going to stick to these guidelines. Yeah, you're supposed to, like, pickle your insides a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, Tim, to preserve them. Keep them going yeah. longer. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so well, no, um, no resolutions for us other than... Uh, I mean, I want to get off social media and figure out uh, if I'm going to be drinking ever again yeah. what are your resolutions you don't have any maybe the social media thing yeah I, th before... I think i'm gonna try and stick to the uh, first half hour in the morning not doing it and then like more generally just not like being more aware of i'm looking at this just because i'm experiencing three seconds of boredom and i right. need to be more comfortable with boredom well tom you should try doing a podcast with you <laughs> He beat me to it. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.